This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Rebirthically, episode 35. Due to crazy work schedules for the past week, Ronnie and I have not been able to meet up and record together, so I wanted to get something out. So I'm just going to do a quick little something on uh, just a few of the books from this week so I can get my thoughts out to people. Um, I figure I'd, I'd start off... Uh, I'm going to start off with The Flash. Um, I really enjoyed this issue of The Flash a lot. I've always been a huge fan of the rogues, and I thoroughly enjoy when the rogues get over on The Flash. It's not, you know, a simple, oh, look, they're here, and then The Flash comes and takes them out in two seconds, which it seemed like what may have been the case. But I, I fully enjoyed the the plan that they had with Mirror Master, you know, and and everyone kind of splitting up and doing their thing while he kept Flash distracted. Um, I think it's the strongest that the art by um, who was the artist Carmen DGN Domenica. Yeah, it's he's back. I guess last issue also, but since the first arc, and I think the art in this issue is probably the strongest that he's had the whole run, and I still really really enjoy the the effects of like the speed force and the way that the the fire from heat wave out of his gun looked and uh, overall i mean the story's great i i'm very curious to see what's going to happen next with the rogues but i i like i said i really appreciate when they get over a little bit on the flash and you know how he's going to you know reconcile them all split up and and everything. Um, Wonder Woman this week I thought was a, a great issue. I'm really enjoying her not not really descent into madness, but her her cracked and fractured psyche. Um, it, I think the way that they're going about it is is great. They're not really shoving it in your face. You know, it's it's the way that the art is done, you know, where every page is kind of fractured a little. Like, you know, you get the one big page panel where she's sitting in a room and you see, like, the, the light coming in from the window. And then the next page is a bunch of off-centered, you know, panels with, you know, it, it splits, you know, a couple images and it's you get a, a big shot of her, but then you see her hand kind of moving into the light as you see the two guys, uh, or the the one guy, the guard, um, or orderly, I guess, looking through the the little slot in the door, trying to get her attention. You know, she just wants to feel, I guess, the sunlight. And I like the, the next pages split up with, you know, the way that they did it with her face, and like as it's going back into her head, it's breaking up into all the stuff that we'd seen in this series and whatever else. And there's the tree and everything. And, you know, we get a, a little bit of Themyscira, which is kind of cool. And I, from for a book that I really did not care that much about at the start of Rebirth, I'm really, really enjoying this one a lot. Um, I'm curious what's going to happen with Steve and and Barbara and everyone at that little motel as they're getting pinned down 
you know, and then they left to, uh, I guess, find, um, uh, who was it? To find Ares, uh, which is kind of great. Then, um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to where that goes. Um, this, this issue of Batgirl, I liked, but it, for me, it kind of felt the weakest in a way than it has in the series. Like, I'm still liking it a lot, which is surprising as well, because I, I didn't think I would enjoy it. But, I mean, it's, it's her back home, and everything's kind of different than what it used to be. And, you know, she's just trying to adjust, and back to school and back to everything else and you know just the her interacting with her friends but i don't know it's just um i i think um you know the conversation that she had with nightwing was great where they're just kind of teasing each other about everything as they're filling each other in and getting you know helping each other out in a way and of course she stumbles upon you know the homeless people uh being taken for the testing or whatever you know so it's it's leading up to something interesting but i thought this this issue overall up until the end really was like kind of a, a slow pace but i mean you need those issues where they set everything up and let the story progress a bit more before it gets back into the crazy action type stuff um I think this issue of Batman Beyond, with the exception of finally getting the the new Batsuit, uh, I am starting to slightly lose interest in this one. I, I don't know what it is. I'm not a huge fan of the art in this issue at all. Uh, I don't remember who did the art. Maybe Pete Woods. Um, it's it, it reminds me of the cartoon which I loved, but like a sloppy version of the cartoon. So it's it's a little jarring in some panels for me. Um, but I mean, overall, the story is not terrible. I'm I'm really interested to see where they go now that they know that Bruce Wayne is the one as the Joker, um, and also now that you know Terry has the bat suit and he's not just one of the Jokers. So it's. It's definitely, it definitely has the potential to write the ship for me. Uh, I've always been a huge fan of Batman Beyond, but this one is just—I I don't know—it it just didn't grab me. There, parts of it were kind of cool, but some of it I, I could just sort of do without, I guess. Um, same thing with with action comics for me. I, this arc, I've liked this arc a lot more than I did the previous one, but I, there was something about this issue I just didn't like how how everything wrapped up so easily in a way. I mean, I I love this version of Superman. Um, how he still doesn't really trust Lex, but he. You know, he says, don't, don't look at his future. I'm going to make, I'll make this promise. Like, nobody will do anything on my watch. And, uh, y- you know, and just 
see that I'm, you know, see if I'm telling you the truth or not. And of course, the however he looks into whatever future he sees, you know, he's like, oh yeah, you know, that's okay. But of course, he sees, you know, the last page is all the crazy shenanigans that are going on in Rebirth and who is Superman and who is Clark Kent and everything else. So it's, it'll be very interesting. Again, you know, uh, we still have no idea anything about Clark Kent other than he's sort of creepy and, you know, now he knows about Jonathan existing. So we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, I, I have high hopes because it's been a solid book and, um, uh, Dan Jurgens is a is a solid writer that I have faith that he's not going to just go completely completely off the rails and just do weird stuff. Um, you know, so the it's it's an issue I'm enjoying. Like it's a series I'm enjoying, but this issue was kind of like I said it. I I like how it wrapped up, but it felt like it could have taken a little longer to get there in a way. Uh, maybe, maybe also that's a good thing because that means that I wanted more of the story. So maybe I like it a lot more <laughs> than I think I do. Uh, who knows? Um, Deathstroke, as always, is just fantastic. I don't think that you could do anything wrong with this book. The only problem I had with this issue was the art that after after coming off of Carrie Nord, you know this. It's a very jarring style difference, and it's it's not bad, but it's not how it's not really something that I go out of my way to consume, I guess. Um, but I mean, Priest's writing is fantastic. I uh, I would read this if you know my four-year-old was doing the drawing and he was writing it that I would still read every issue. Um, It's just spectacular. I can't say enough good things about this comic. If you're not reading Deathstroke, absolutely go out and start reading Deathstroke. You're only, what, 11 issues in? Uh, So get to reading because the book is unreal. Um, Detective Comics this week, I don't know. I'm not feeling Barbara... Uh, uh, I'm not feeling um, Batwoman's story. Uh, I just don't really think I care. And it's weird because this this book has been really good the entire time. Um, up, up until, you know, up until this this issue, I I'm just not as intrigued, I guess, as I thought it would be. You know, it's... Again, it's not bad, but I don't read Detective Comics to get a Batwoman story. Even though, I mean, in the in the earlier issues, there was, um, you know, it's a big focus on her, but, I mean it's her with Batman and I'm, I'm way more interested in, I mean, almost every other character that's been in this series than I am in her. 
and maybe it's just because I don't, I never really read a lot of, a lot of her stories in the past. And what I did read was like really bizarre vampire stuff. So, I mean, if anyone has any recommendations for a good Batwoman story, send them my way. You could tweet me, Aaron S. Bell. Um, I, I don't think I've ever read something that I've really cared. So I, I would love to, I'd love to get something to try and, to try and get through. Um, but I mean, obviously it's setting up the whole thing for her own series, but it seems like they're, I mean, they're giving her Batwoman, um, a Batwoman rebirth issue, but the last two issues of Detective Comics have really felt like her rebirth issue in a way, and that I I don't know what they can do in that issue with Kate than they've done in the past two issues, um, and I don't know. I I mean, I'm going to read it to see where they're going with this whole thing, but I. I wouldn't say that I'm overly excited for it, but then again, there have been other series, you know, like um, like Batgirl, for example, or even even I mean, Red Hood and the Outlaws or Deathstroke. I was not at all interested in reading until I started reading them, and they're some of my favorite books. So I mean, I, I definitely give the Batwoman Rebirth a chance, but you know, right now, I just want Batman doing awesome stuff. And unfortunately, it's this book is not quite there for me lately. Um, uh, another one that I mean I liked, but I don't I don't think that it was fully satisfying for me was the um, uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. I enjoy seeing alternate stories. And like alternate views of things. So seeing, you know, um, in the future, uh, the planet Zudar was, uh, I forget how far in the future, maybe 60 or so years. Um, it was interesting seeing, you know, the grandparents with the kids telling, you know, oh yeah, this is, this is what happened. But I mean, it, it, while introducing us to a new, character, I guess. But at the same time, how much of this series is going to take place 60 years in the future? Like, I mean, it'll probably have jumped back and then, I mean, will we ever see these people again? I don't know. And for me, it seems like after everything that happened in the last issue where the all the Earth Lanterns were back together again, I wanted to see them do something and not have what happened in the last few issues just kind of retold to me from another point of view. But at the same time, I I enjoy the way that this story was told, even though it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. Um, reliving, you know, the whole thing through you know, her eyes as she was a, a little child seeing, uh, you know, Starro show up and then 
seeing everybody fighting Larflees and and everything else was interesting. Um, even though, you know, like I said, I I much rather would have seen Hal and Kyle and Guy and John trying to figure out what has been going on, you know, and where each other were. Um, but I mean, at the same time, you know, it's coming, and I, I'm guessing the next issue. And yeah, we have a new a new Green Lantern, you know, and you see um, that I, I guess the next issue is called Hope. So maybe maybe we're finally getting Saint Walker back, which will be fantastic, um, and something I've been looking forward to for a while. The last book I wanted to talk about um, is the Killer Frost Rebirth one shot. Um, out of the four Justice League of America so-and-so rebirth issues, this was the one I was the most excited for going in based on my previous enjoyment of the character. But after reading all four of the issues, I think I may like this one the least, which is weird. Um... The Ray, I thought was great. Um, I thought Vixen was great, and I thought that Adam was great. But you know, going in, Killer Frost has always been a character I've really enjoyed. But to me, reading this one, she didn't quite seem like herself in a way. Um, she was sort of she seemed a little whiny, you know, more. She seemed way more whiny than I've ever seen her. And, you know, everything... Everything was just kind of... I mean, I get where she's coming from, that obviously Waller's trying to set her up to... you know, to screw with her and keep her locked up under her watch instead of letting her go with Batman. But, I mean every single every single thing that that happens in the issue it's like oh i've never had a roommate i've never oh why is this and blah 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 and to me i i just did not feel this version so far of her um i do like batman basically telling amanda waller that he's one and she needs to go away um but yeah, this, this issue, it wasn't bad, and I'm definitely interested in seeing what happens next. I, I've very much been looking forward to the Justice League of America Rebirth one-shot since, I guess, since the Atom issue came out. That I, I've said it before on the show, the, when they first announced the team, I was not really interested. I was very confused more than anything else. But these these issues have definitely piqued my interest, and now that you know, at least in this one, you see Batman coming to put the team together. Um, it's it'll be very interesting, I think, to see what happens in that that other issue. Um, but you know, this this one for me, while not bad, it was. It didn't hit me the way that the other ones have. And maybe it's because I'm more familiar with this character than the others, or I'm more interested. 
and the other ones where I had, you know, some of them I had zero previous knowledge because I, I never read any of it. Um, this one, I, I, I have read a lot of Killer Frost stories, and I guess I have more, you know, more hope going in. The other ones I had zero expectations, and they, they were way above my expectations. And this one just kind of, it kind of felt flat to me. It like not, not flat the book, flat my expectations. Like I, it was about on par with what I thought it might be, or a little bit less than what I was hoping for. Whereas the other ones really blew me away. So who knows? Maybe I'm just insane. Anyway, um, I guess that's all I have. Just a quick uh, episode um, for you guys. We got new issues coming out tomorrow. Or, yeah, because I'm doing this Tuesday night. Um, So hopefully Ronnie and I can link up next week to record. I know both of us have been working ridiculous hours. Uh, But if you want, you can tweet to me at Aaron S. Bell. You can always get in touch with Ronnie at Ronbar316. You can tweet the show directly at nlrebirthically, or you can email the show, rebirthically at gmail.com. And I guess until next time, that is a podcast.